This is episode number 983 with Olympic gold medalist, Carrie Walsh Jennings. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Winston Churchill once said, success is not final, failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. And Venus Williams said, just believe in yourself. Even if you don't, pretend that you do, and some point you will. My guest today is one of the most decorated American athletes of all time. Carrie Walsh Jennings has won three Olympic gold medals and one bronze in beach volleyball, as well as three world championship titles. She's a machine. She's also notched more career victories and earned more total money than any woman in history. And the Tokyo Olympics were actually supposed to start this week. Crazy. I know. I was supposed to be there. And this is my favorite time every four years. And Carrie was aiming for redemption after finishing third in Rio in 2016. And I was there to watch that performance. So it seemed like a perfect time to bring you this interview. We sat down for a wide-ranging conversation back in early spring before we knew the full scope of the coronavirus pandemic. But Carrie's wisdom is incredibly relevant in this moment. And in this episode, we discuss how to perform at your best in the most challenging moments, why Carrie still suffers negative self-talk and what she does to overcome it. This blew my mind when she shared this. Why the process is as important as the results, super hard for a lot of us to deal with, how meditation is an essential tool for the highest achievers and so much more. If you find this inspiring, if you want to make an impact in the world, then make sure to share this with someone who you think could be inspired by this as well. Just send them the link, lewishouse.com slash 983, or copy and paste the link on Apple Podcast or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this right now. And a quick reminder, if you haven't yet subscribed, go to Apple Podcast and click the subscribe button on the School of Greatness, as well as giving us a five-star rating and review to help us spread the message of greatness to more people. Stay tuned for Olympic legend, Carrie Walsh Jennings. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and can't get a hold of anyone if you only had a Discover card. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Every Stearns & Foster mattress is handcrafted with the finest materials for irresistible comfort every single night. Now, save up to $800 on select adjustable mattress sets only at StearnsAndFoster.com. Lesser savings may apply. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, They'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. 
Range Rover Sport leads by example. Picture this. Assertive on-road performance meets commanding all-terrain capability. That's the third-generation Range Rover Sport, which is the most desirable, advanced, and dynamically capable one yet. This vehicle redefines sporting luxury, offering an instinctive drive with engaging on-road dynamics and effortless composure. Now available in sleek, new stealth pack, Carpathian gray exterior wrapped in satin protective film with black accents and black brake calipers. Inside the Range Rover Sport, advanced cabin technologies like active noise cancellation and cabin air purification offer new levels of comfort and refinement. And let's not forget about the award-winning Pivi Pro infotainment system. Enjoy a dynamic drive and total comfort with optional 22-way adjustable heated and ventilated electric memory front seats with massage function. Wow, that's like a spa day while on the go. Design your Range Rover Sport at LandRoverUSA.com. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host When you get a new car or a new home, your first reaction might be to say things like, oh yeah, or I can't believe it, or booyah. But what you really want to say is the one thing that can get you the help you need. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm is there with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. With a State Farm agent, you know someone is there to help you choose the coverage you need. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits for you. And when you need ways to get help, State Farm gives you options there too. Too. in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com where their award-winning app State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, welcome back everyone to the School of Greatest podcast. We've got Carrie Walsh Jennings in the house. Super excited. Oh, me too. The icon. I've seen you oh. I've seen you um, play a number of times. I saw you in London. It was yeah. my first Olympics that I went to. And I told myself, and you were one of the only few sports that I actually watched. I remember watching from the top in London. It was like a nice little venue. An amazing venue. It was cool, yeah. yeah. And somehow I... I think I connected with someone from Gatorade who was like had extra tickets and I was in there and I was watching you guys. It was amazing. I watched you in Rio as well. You did? I was there in Rio. Oh, yep. a good game or a tough game? Um, did we win or lose? I was just looking at my phone before you got here because I thought I had videos of it, but I yeah. couldn't find it. So I have to go back. Let's just say we won. I, you won that game for sure. Um, and that was amazing. And I remember going to London as my first Olympics to attend. And I was like, I can never miss an Olympics again. Oh, really? It was amazing oh. just to experience it. I, you know, I cannot wait to experience it as a spectator. 100%. Right? Yes. I mean, I want more as a competitor. Yeah. I want one more. Um, but my goodness, it's they do such a great job. It's unreal. It's unreal. And then you just feel like you're floating everywhere because the energy is like so electric. So cool. And, but you don't get the experience at all, do you? No. You're just focused. I mean, you know how it is when you're competing. Yeah. You're just like, I'm here to do one thing. 
and sightseeing and all that stuff is for later. But no, we're on a mission. Usually for volleyball, we go almost the whole two weeks of the Olympics and we play every other night until the playoff rounds. So you're just like, the hardest thing in the world is to wait for your next match. Yeah. You know, you have like 24 hours plus. You're like, oh my gosh. When usually we play two or three matches a day, we're like rolling. You do one match and then you wait two days. Yes, day and a half. exactly. So it's what do you a, do it's with a that mental. Downtime? Man, well, I have my children and my husband, so that's wonderful. But I find myself, it's really hard. Like, I have not mastered that, and I don't know if I can, you know, because I want to be with, like, my kids didn't go to Rio because Zika. Mm -hmm. We were worried, but my husband went. But when I would be with him, I was so anxious and tense, and it was just, it wasn't fair to him, you know? And I, yeah. it's, like, really hard to express. Like, I, I love you so much, and I want to be with you, but I can't. <laughs> you well, know, he's like, the, well, you have two days. I'm like, I can't. This is the like, two most important weeks of the the four years for you. I mean, I guess so. Right? Ultimately, yeah. I mean, those two weeks, you should be so dialed in and focused. Yeah. You need to be selfish. You, yeah. Well, yeah. And But I'm of the mindset um, where I just want to have so much fun. Yeah. And like, like I want to win with my people, like living mm. life. You know, yeah. I, I'm obsessed and I'm like intense and all these things. But I also want to have a flip side of that. Yeah. Because that's just, I think that's possible. And I have not done that yet. And so. You mean like having fun, being with your friends and, and dominating family and your team and winning yes. every game. And yes. just like not all this pressure and stress. Yeah. Well, I don't even see it as pressure and stress. Like when you're, I'm in like a little vacuum when I go to the Olympics. You know, yeah. it's like I, we don't stay in the village because that energy really? is intense. We stay there for like two nights before opening ceremonies and then we're like, peace, peace. out. Because some people are done the first day and they're just raging just and like hanging drinking you know? and having sex with them just the apparently just like, yeah, going crazy. <laughs> all those stories i mean can you imagine <laughs> four years of just waiting um but yeah so we kind of disassociate from that but like to me it's just another tournament like i kind of have the hoosiers mindset mm. where you know it's like the same court all the, yeah. me all the measurements the are the, the same, same exactly. yeah, yeah. so and it's so true it's and then i we don't watch tv usually we're in a foreign mm. country you know and i don't really watch yeah. tv anyway and so we just kind of go in your little cocoon know what you want to do but I just want to do it with a little bit more lightheartedness um, not hang out with my family all day long before right. a night you know a match or whatever but just just some quality time more balance now I remember watching some interviews of you talk after you won the bronze yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure people ask you it depends the on the day you hit me I'm like what what do you got and I remember you talking about, I don't, maybe it was in uh, Tom Billy's interview or, or somewhere else, or maybe it was briefly after the Olympics were done where you said it was like one of the greatest lessons for you. It was like your most happy medal. It was not happy, but it was like you oh, learned man. the most from it. You were like, I'm grateful we got this bronze. Something yeah. like oh, that. Oh, well, we won the bronze, yes. right? Like we won. Like to go from like utter devastation like literally I'm not getting into the the gold yeah, yeah the not even just that because I've lost so many times in my career but it's like losing a certain way you know like not playing great mm. and it's it was my fault mm. like that's how I framed that entire match and so to miss out on this opportunity not only my dream but my partner's dream and our family and our team like that's how I framed everything so the 24 hours the less than 24 hours between the semifinal match loss and the time we played I was a wreck like such a zombie, just like literally walking in circles. Do you ever walk in and like, what am I doing? Right, because you've never been in that position before. Never. You but always more, made the gold medal There match. was so much shame and so much embarrassment and like, oh my God, this is crazy. But to get the opportunity to go and live another day, to fight another day, 
my husband at one point, he's like, you got to stop feeling sorry for yourself. Wow. You have another chance. Like, this is so rad. Like, go and be an American and show that spirit. That's what America wow. is made of. And I, I was like, dude, it's wow. so right, right? Like, I try to live with the Christmas spirit in me every day and the Olympic spirit in me every day. <laughs> and losing the semifinal match was such a great opportunity for me um, to just, like, I guess look in the mirror and be like, are you going to practice what you preach right now? Suck it up, be a woman, pull your boots up and go get them, you know? Or are you going to feel sorry for yourself? And lose the bronze. Right, and lose and the bronze. And go out in fourth place. Dude, the worst. My first Olympics, we got fourth. It's oh, so hard. What was that? Was that in a... indoor in Sydney 2000. Sydney 2000. Oh, yeah. indoor. Indoor. You did indoor I did Olympics. Indoor. Yes. I didn't even know you were in So I was Olympics. finishing at Stanford, and then, wow. um, yeah, I took like a year off to do that. But we got fourth. And oh. we kind of overachieved, so it wasn't like... It wasn't that much of a heartbreak, you know. Like we got as far as we can go. Yeah, and we could have, should have, but we didn't, and it was okay. You know, I don't know. It was more okay. I mm -hmm. hate losing. When was Never it? Where okay. you were that? was two thousand. Yeah, so I was twenty-two. This is twenty. You've been in the Olympics for twenty years. <laughs> I know. I'm an old. You're a machine. I, I yes. I'm gonna take that. Wow. Yeah. Twenty it's so years in the Olympics. Yeah. So that's five Olympics going for six. And I want six so bad. I wear a four. My husband, oh my gosh, my husband was like, I'm like, babe, do you like my new necklace? So I wear this gold four. And he's like, yeah, what does it mean? I'm like, what? I'm like, can you take one moment and think a about it? A gold four, yeah. Yeah, four gold and he literally, exactly, this is what I want. And I like to, you know, rep myself and what I want. And this is, I just got this this weekend. It's a black figa, um, which is very popular in Brazil, but it's wow. like empowerment. And um, it's just like a sign of strength. Wow. And I, um, I was like, that's a sign. I'm going to wear it. And it's kind of black mamba -ish. It you know, is very Kobe black mamba. Everywhere. I love that. But yeah. anyhow, it was an opportunity to like live by my values, mm -hmm. you know, which is never quit, never say die, um, you know, step up to the challenge and just give it my all, you know. And winning the bronze was the hardest thing ever, mentally and emotionally. I remember volleyball watching volleyball, after that. My God. You were like crying. You were like excited, crying. Oh. You were I'm doing your post interviews. It was just like, you're really? so happy. Oh, I remember being yeah. so well, happy. You're like, I remember seeing you high five like everyone around the arena. <laughs> well, that's what I do. I yeah, can't. But help you were it. so like, we won the bronze. Oh, it's you know? so funny. You know, and something that I really, really want to do on the way to qualifying for Tokyo and then in Tokyo, like, I don't want to feel relief after a win. Mm. I want to really feel like, exactly. Excited. Exactly. Satisfaction. We did it, we knew we can do it, and we're living in our greatness. Wow. You know, because after winning that bronze was total relief. Because <laughs> what if was, you'd gotten fourth? Yeah, and it was just, yeah. And it was ugly. Like, we won ugly. We did not play great volleyball, um, but we won. And I think it was, like, the perseverance and literally the American spirit, I believe, that fueled us mm -hmm. to win because that's something special, you know? It is very special. Yeah. What do you think would have happened if you got fourth in the last Olympics? Would you still be competing, or would you be? I, I have no doubt. You know, I think... Part of the reason, like, I'm so confused why we got third. Like, I'm so confused about that whole semifinal match. Not that I always play perfectly or we always won, but, like, we were the best team in the world. Like, we were playing amazing that tournament. And there was, everything felt great. And it was just a night. Excuse my language. It's okay. Beep that one. It's okay. Um, but I really think I would have retired, and I would have retired prematurely. If you want you know? a gold? If we want a gold. Wow. And you if we want a fourth, I would have... It might have taken me longer, perhaps, to say I'm coming back, but no way. I just wasn't done. On the way back from Brazil, I think we left the next day, um, flying back, and literally in the back of my book, or the seat back, you know, pocket, um, they always clean it out, the flight before, right? Uh -huh. In the back of the, of the pocket, there was a book you either win or you lose, but the losers crossed wow. out and said learn. That's the book there that someone left. And I'm like, okay, God. 
Wow. <laughs> okay. I'll do it, you know? So I'm just, I'm still learning. And this, this quadrennial, I kind of live my life in four years, right? Um, which I, you can understand. But um, I, it's been really challenging, like really challenging. Because it's like, instead of being here, the alpha, like on top, winning consistently, like Brooke and my partner, Brooke Sweat, who's incredible, we literally started at the bottom and we're making our way up. And our How do you process, start at the bottom? What do you mean? So I had, after... After Rio, I had a couple surgeries. You mm-hmm. lose points. I had terrible finishes with, my, with my, another partner. So you lose points, right? And then Brooke had surgeries, didn't have a great year. So we had no points. And you need entry points to, so, get, in tournaments. to get in tournaments. So Even we if had you've to, won gold medals in the past, 100%, it doesn't matter? Yeah, someone's like, let's just grandfather you. And I'm like, you're crazy. I would be so insecure once oh, I got there. Wow. You know, you need to be sharp. And you need to be sharpened by the world competition, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So um, anyhow, it's been a crazy three years so far with Brooke and I. And I'm just ready for smooth sailing, <laughs> you know. And for us just to take up our space. Like we're mm. both so hard on ourselves. We just had a tough practice this morning. And I'm like, why are we so mean to ourselves? Like we know how to play volleyball. We are both excellent. We are so good. And yet we make one mistake and it like affects everything. We get quiet. We like. Why do you think you beat yourself up? Man, just a bad habit. Mm. I don't know. I feel like my framework for so long in my life was like, just do it right and don't F up, you know? And what and if I, you mess up, then? Then you fail, you know? Mm. And it's just, and I, my life, like, I was so, so supported, but there's a lot of excellence in my life and a, very, a lot of very high expectations and things that I'm so grateful for. Mm-hmm. But the flip side of that could be that you identify yourself with your victories, with yeah, your successes, yeah. you know, with your performance. And I certainly do that. I still do that. Really? And Rio helped me break through that a little bit. Being, um, becoming a mommy, leaving the sport for, you know, a couple of years, getting pregnant, having babies made me show that I'm very irrelevant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <Like> the world <laughs> moves on. If you're not performing, so yeah, if you're not you winning know? and playing, it's Or like... just, yeah, exactly. And so that kind of made wow. me kind of own myself as a human. But the losing and the, like, the poor performances, I still have a tough time with that because I'm like, God, I'm, A, I'm better than this. Mm-hmm. And B, it's just that mental framework before is if you're not winning, you're failing. Mm. Like, I need to shift that because it, it should have never worked. It worked for a long time, that fear nice. of failure. It pissed me off. It motivated me. But now it makes me smaller mm. and it doesn't serve me in a powerful way. In what ways you know? it makes you smaller? Like, internally you feel smaller or you feel... I just, I, th- I kind of live in the what if Instead of I'm doing this, mm. like F you get out of my way, it's like I'm just, I'm kind of on my heels more instead of like stepping up. Mm. You know, like I always want to be a hunter when I compete. Yeah. And the mindset to me is everything because I work my ass off. Like I'm you so strong and I'm so physical and I love training. The mental and the emotional side of it is so challenging. You know, it's as a, as an individual human, as a woman, and then with combined with my partner who his or her own amazing, you know, your, ecosystem of your, emotion and your, all these things. Uh, life partner or your... your well, both. Your <laughs> but we're talking partner. volleyball gotcha, here. Gotcha, gotcha. But, you know, because it's like, it, and it's so cool in volleyball. Like, it, you know, I was thinking about this. In all of the world, it's such a unique sport because it's two on two, right? Like, you have doubles tennis, mm-hmm. but you are solely responsible for that return of that hit. I set my partner up. She sets me up. So there's a whole other dance yeah. element yeah. to it and connection element to it. Yeah. So um, I'm rambling, but it's oh, really it's fun. Great. It's what I love the most about the sport is that aspect of yeah. it, but also that I have to pull my weight. You know, um, we have to lean on each other, mm-hmm. but each be super autonomous and like capable of handling our, you know what? Yeah. So it's a beautiful sport. 
What do you think is the, uh, the biggest weakness you have mentally? My self-talk. How Okay, so let me break this down. You're the best in the world. I was. Okay, well, you're arguably... Like, the, and it pisses me off to say that. And I, should just, I should just let you roll with that. You're the best in the world. Just because you, 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 you got right third four years ago in a tournament doesn't mean you're not the best still. But LeBron James today. loses too. No, I know, but it's different. He we, lost we, a couple we, weeks ago, didn't he? Like, every, every time I play, it's for a championship. Mm. Like, every single time. Really? Every time. In I mean, ways? you have a tournament... But like, if you lose, you're out of the tournament. So there's another champion. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, for that I, tournament champion. Yes. Gotcha. Like there's, it's not a season. How many championships are there in a year? I mean, there could be anywhere between ten and twenty. Okay. I mean, we've played seasons where there were eighteen, and we won all, all of them. them? Yeah. All of them. I think Misty won, and I won all of them. So I've I've tasted that. <laughs> so what have you been? I guess in the last twelve months. We won one last year. Out of how many? Ugh. And we played the most of anyone in the world. Over 15. These are world championship world, tournaments. World They're not tour just like events. U.S. World no, tour events. World tour. So you're playing the best. So you're playing the best Olympics, the basically. So you won one out of we how many? We won one over 15. We we made um, maybe finals? three finals. But I don't care. You know. Oh. So my yeah. This talk. This is what I do. So wait a minute. What it, when you go into a practice? Let's break it down. When you go into a yeah. practice this morning, for example, just an everyday normal practice where you're going hard and you yeah. get your practice. I'm assuming you're practicing against men, right? Like who we have are two coaches, bigger, faster, stronger type of mentality. Yeah, like, often. Yeah. Yes. And so normal practice happens, and you don't do what you know you can do. Yeah. You don't do what you're capable of. You mm -hmm. miss the block. You whatever. Yeah. I don't know the terminology perfectly, sure. but you no miss the certain stuff that happens. What do you say to yourself when you do something that's not perfect? I mean, you would need a couple beeps. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You'll say this internally. Oh, yeah. Not Again, I'm sorry, kids. You're good. I'll um, say it. But, yeah, I, it's, it's kind of like, but it's not, it's not deep the mm. way I say it or mean it. But, like, you, death by, like, a thousand paper mm -hmm. cuts is a real thing. You know, and I just, there's like fear behind that and there's weakness behind that. And I think anything, like everything is energy. So if that's yeah. like, I'm creating momentum with those thoughts and with the, you know, mm -hmm. that internal dialogue. And I just, I need to stop it. And I need to be like, Carrie, you're on your way. Like mm -hmm. this is a process. And so what I'm coming to learn um, that I have to love the process. Like I have to make yeah. the decision and then just be done with it. You know, cause I, you don't, you only fail if you just frame it that way. Yeah. And I'm not gonna quit. You know, that's the ultimate failure to me or having a poopy attitude and like, you know, like ending on those terms. That would yeah. be quitting. But um, the process is a beautiful thing and I love it. I just have forgotten that I love it. Now, how often do you say positive things to yourself or do you only speak positively internally when you do something right? You know, I don't know really? how to answer that. Yeah. Do you speak po like do you sit positive self talk internally? In my life, I do. Like I'm a happy girl. I mean, like, I practice. At the rainbow. Look at the butterfly. Look great. You like, know, I don't know. You know, my our coaches do a good job being like, that's what good looks like. You know, that was great, Carrie. You're doing this good, and I tend to only hear the criticisms. Right. So I don't even. You hear don't even that hear that. that it just goes in and out, no. and then you wait until. Oh, but you can improve there. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. So you don't even say anything positive to yourself. I mean, during matches, I for sure do. But I'm better practice. there. No, but I, I and I told, so believe in practicing like I compete. I've seen videos where you talk yes. about that. No, You're 100%. like just as intense in practice. Yes. Well, yes. And now it's like I'm too, too on this side of the spectrum, too intense, too aggro. I wonder if you, I mean, if you were this negative, maybe, <laughs> I mean, to yourself, like, 
But maybe that's what's driven you to be successful. No, I don't know. No, I wonder it's what it would be like if you were positive for a week. No, like I know. Exactly. You practiced it daily for a week. I love it. So I listen to Abraham Hicks every day. Right. right? Love Easy. her. Love them. Yeah. Love attraction. So what I'm doing now. I'm trying now, to marry her. Yeah, she'd be great. Are you? Why? Well, can I She's come? like impossible, but I'm, if you have a connection to her, let me know. I, I love don't, you. but I'll try for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'd probably fill the whole building. Yeah. No doubt. Anyway, so go ahead. You try to listen to oh her Oh my God, day. sorry. <laughs> So listen, we all know life is full of yada yada, like those quote unquote free trials that somehow still charge your card for something or when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in the fine print. And I know you've dealt with yada yada before, like those bills that keep going up and up for no reason at all. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have somewhere else. And yes, it is possible to outsmart yada yada, like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is all already included, but you don't take yada yada in life. So don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. I just visualized that. I would like to be there. Thank you. Um, so, so she tells you, uh, to you're, if you're in a funk, mm -hmm. she's like, A, don't talk about it, which mm -hmm. I'm obviously talking about it. And mm -hmm. she's like, B, just like write down lists of the positive aspects. You know, what's going good? With the funk? You know, with, no, with my game. Okay. With the day, with yeah, my yeah. relationship with my husband, with you, with mm -hmm. my partner. You know, like just focus on the good is mm -hmm. the bottom line. Because yeah. again, every thought is momentum in one direction or the other. And I swear to you, I live my life that way for some reason. We're not in practice. Not lately. What? <laughs> I know, and it's driving me crazy. And I'm it's such a disservice to my team. Like I'm mm. being a selfish athlete right now. And it's almost like I don't know, I mean you're a man, I don't know if you get this, but like I you know, when women are on their periods and they're just like so hormonal and like I have these moments where like I'm being an a-hole and I can't help it, I'm just gonna run with it. Like I know I'm doing this, mm. but it's like almost like it has control over me. Really? And I think it's just like there's fear, like I want what I want so bad. The fear um, of what? Of not of not qualifying, of not being the greatest ever, like of not achieving this dream of four G, you know, like Yeah. But mostly not doing it the right way. Like I can lose. I can totally lose. I just I, I fear losing the wrong way. What's the wrong way? Like Like not trying, you mean or No, like... that would never ever happen. So what's the wrong way of losing? I don't know. Just, What's this fear? Just, is, is I he... guess, not winning. <laughs> like, it's just the bottom line. So you have line. a fear of losing. I have a fear of losing. Not qualifying, getting a, you know, silver or bronze or not a medal at all. 
Yeah. What, would, what would happen if you didn't qualify or if you didn't Life. get the gold medal? All good. I mean, I would be so bummed. And I would it would fuel me in other areas. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, yeah, it'd always be something, you know, a pebble in my shoe. Oh, but I've, I've lived my worst nightmares. Like, I've lived it. You know, I've lost on the world stage. I've almost lost my marriage. Like, I've lived hell on earth, my personal hell on earth. Right, you know, right, right. to other people, who are like, that's nothing. Yeah. Um, which is totally valid. Sure. Your own um, personal experience is yeah. still traumatic and challenging in its own way. Totally. And Even it if means you've something won three gold medals. Exactly. And... Call me greed. I don't care. But I've lived... I've lived really, really hard things in my life, um, and I've hardest, survived. What was the yeah. hardest moment you've been through? In my career? In your life. In my life. Oh, man. Well, losing loved ones. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that takes a cake. We've had a lot of loss in really? our family. Um, but we, our faith is so big, and it's just that, thank goodness. Um, but almost losing my marriage. Like, the hardest the craziest thing that I felt like I had no control over. So the only... How did you almost lose it? By losing sight of it. Like mm. being so focused on my career, taking for granted that my husband was right there with me mm. and not putting in the effort, you know, and realizing too late. Really? Was yeah. it after you had kids? We, I was pregnant with our first and he's like... <laughs> he was saying peace out already? I'm he was just like, I was a week overdue and he's like, we're done. I was like, oh. Really? That's gnarly. Yeah. And totally like he was going through stuff, but we were just like this and I didn't recognize it, you know, and I was so selfish and so driven and so focused on winning the 20, 2008 games. Mm. I just lost sight of my people. Like, you know, and I, I will never do that again. You know, and we founded a company called Platform 1440 mm-hmm. so that we honor the minutes in the day. You know, there are only 1,440 minutes in the day. Like, mm-hmm. that has become one of our greatest filters in life. Like, you're going to choose to do that? Does it service our 1,440? Mm-hmm. Does it keep us connected, you know? And I'm terrible at it. But it's, you know, that awareness, at least, yeah, is reminder. great. Yeah. So when you almost lost the marriage, how did you bring it back? How did you make it work? Well, I came to, to the realization that I had a big hand to play in it. Like, I stopped feeling like a victim. And I stopped pointing the finger. You didn't say, this is your fault. I've got this thing I'm doing here. Don't you understand me? No, he was right. He was totally right. Um, Yeah, so I just went to work on me. Really? Yeah. And and then Casey, my husband, you know, was going through his own stuff. And Mm -hmm. my my only prayer was like, I pray for clarity for both of us because neither of us were clear. And we were so angry and so hurt and like acting out and lashing out that way, you know. And so I just prayed for clarity. Thank goodness he went and did his work, mm-hmm. you know, um, and we just worked our asses off. And in it the, took time. In the marriage, and the relationship. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he, yeah, it was like our psychologist, who's our performance psychologist, but who mm-hmm. helped us navigate wow. this. Amazing. He was like, Carrie, if one of you has the tip of your baby toe in the door, there's hope. And literally, that's all my husband had in there. And was I was like, all in. He was out already. He, he was, was like, he I'm was done. So hurt. I don't want this. Yeah. What yeah. was hurting him the most? I'm his girl, you know, and I just, I wasn't honoring him, Mm. you know, like we made a commitment to like love and cherish and support and I was so selfish Mm. and I just, I have so much, like I adore my husband, I, so much and I would write him love letters, like I felt so connected to him on the road, Um, but he, at some point, he just lost the connection fully and um, like I, the notes, like he would never read them and he just felt, yeah, he was just so hurt, you know. But you were still, so you were still trying. You were sending him I notes. I was, yeah. But, but that's kind of half-assed. Like, I could have, oh, yeah, yeah. there's so many other things. You know, and then when I get home, I'd be tired, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't, like, suck it up. And, you know, because that energy exchange is everything. You know, it I don't is. believe in faking things. Right. But I know I can make something special, even if I'm tired. 
Because yeah, he deserves it, you know? Of course. So there wasn't a lot of like so you're pregnant. for me. You're pregnant and he's yeah. like, I'm out. Yeah. Because you're not trying. You don't care. Yeah. Well, he's like, we're just two different people living two different yeah. lives. Wow. We've well, changed. Like every, like so many heavy, heavy things were said where if I talk about it, I'm going to ball. How long were you married um, for or together for? Well, we got, we started dating in 01. We got married in 05. Wow. And that was 2009. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But I was going to say, like, it's like all the major heartbreak in my life, aside from losing my loved ones, has led me, like, which is so cliche, but it's led me down profound paths of self-growth and deeper intimacy with mm -hmm. God, with mm -hmm. my husband, you know, with my partners and with the sport, you know. So it's it's truly a vehicle for self-growth, you know, failing and kind of living a messy life. However, yeah. I do believe that you can grow through joyful moments. Of course. And I would love to do that. You don't have to be messy all the time. <laughs> no. To learn and grow and yeah. Yeah. Now, do you think you would have, I don't know how you'd have a better career, but do you think your career could have been better single without no, having a marriage? God, no. no. Do you feel like the marriage held you back in any ways? Like, no. Or do you feel like it supported you in actually achieving yeah. all your dreams? I mean, it's just at some point, so I fell in love with my husband, like my first day on the beach. Mm. Like I met him, we, it was- He was a volleyball player too, Yeah, right? he's yeah. a stud, he's yeah. my favorite. Um, God, no, 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 no. You no. couldn't have achieved the three gold medals no. on your own without him? No, I mean, of course, of course, but it's like, I'm here to live life, right, right. you know? And I, I want that full experience, like after, before Beijing, I was like, I had a miscarriage. So we got married in 05, I had a miscarriage. They're supposed to be twins, didn't split, and mm. you know, went to heaven. And so we had, the timing of it was like, we have to make a decision, either don't play the next Olympics, or wait and have babies after. And we're like, okay, we'll wait, we're young, we got it. Um, but my job started to feel very trivial and very shallow. Your job being? My a, job being professional beach volleyball player. Why was it trivial? Just because I was ready for more. I was ready for mm. family. And so mm. just my, my husband brought a meaning. new layer of my myself and my life and my world. And then children obviously enhance that by a billion. And so I'm here I'm here to like love life and mm. just to do it with my, my guy. You know? Yeah. And so no, he's, no. No. <laughs> What's the greatest lesson that marriage has taught you about sports? Oh. I mean, they're so similar. Marriage is a sport, isn't it? It's, I mean, it's, it's just like the, a full contact sport. <laughs> man, it's, it's, it's like what you do on the daily, like mm. your habits, mm. basically you are your habits, mm. right? So if you're performing great on the court, your habits are probably pretty solid. You know, recovery, you're eating, you're working your ass off, all these things. Mindset, you're everything. Yep, you're connected with your partner. Communication's great. Yes, on, yeah. same thing with your marriage. Like it's those little things and those habits, you know, and. It's just, it's so worth the time to water that side of life. And it's so important. And I've said this before, but I literally, I've never won a volleyball match when my husband and I are fighting. Never. Really? Ever. I can't do it. Not even like an early round match? No, no. Like for some reason we get like in fights in the later rounds. <laughs> I'm like this should really? be illegal like, no. first of all. <laughs> but we're not talking <laughs> no. for two weeks yet. No, like, you know, life is just crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. But like if wow. my if my life so is you have to good, clear you have to clear the fight first before you go into the match. Because my soul is just hurt. Yeah. Like he's part of my spirit, you know, and so if I'm feeling disconnected from wow. from Casey, then I'm I'm just in trouble. You know, so that's how much my family and my people mean to me and wow. affect me. And I love them so much. Like my goal in life is to be autonomous, 
because that's like the ultimate freedom. You know, I can be in command of myself. I can be in command of my tools in life, on the court, off the court. But my And I don't want to lean on anybody. But my people make take me to the next level. Mm. And their love and their support, my love for them, make me so brave, mm. you know, and capable of enduring anything. And so it's just that part of the equation is important to me. What's the greatest skill you think you have that makes you different than every other volleyball player? Oh, like a technique? Or could it... It could be any skill. It could be a mental <clears throat> skill. It could be a habit skill. It could be a technique. It could be a power, aggressiveness. It could be yes. jumping. I mean, yeah. what's the thing that you have that no one else has? I just have to say it's the full package. Mm. You know, I'm 6'2 and a bit. I'm really physical. I'm really effing hungry for the win. Um, I got called last year next level intense, or last year I got called next level intense by my partner, my coach, and I was like, really? <laughs> I am? Like, I didn't even, I never think of myself that way, just the way I'm wired, you know, but I think that, like, desire to win, that competitive nature, um, that intensity, you don't see it a lot. Like, you don't see it a lot. Yeah. Even, I mean, I get... I was with gonna your, with say your even, height and with everything, like the whole package. Well, right? I was going to say in men's sport too, but you see it, obviously. But yeah, women, it's just, it's a, it's a different vibe out there. It doesn't mean they're less competitive, but the expression of it is different. Yeah. You know? You're like and a so, tiger out there. You're like a lion. Like, ah, lion, you're gonna yes. Eat someone's throat. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Happily. Yeah. yeah. Are, there, are there any young women who are like in their mid-20s, late 20s who have that same type of like competitive drive or? Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. they're I mean, coming. And... It's like everyone's like game face is different. You mm -hmm. know, the way they express their competitiveness is so di so different. There's, But yeah, there's a handful of girls where they bring an edge that and, like, and oh. I, yeah, some of them like piss me off. I'm like, what? But I respect them all, and I appreciate wow. it. You know, like, there's one girl, she actually won the gold in Rio, Laura Ludwig. She's my favorite player. She like, Brazilian? she's she's German. German. Yeah. yeah. And she's my favorite. And she has such a rad edge and such a big sweetheart. But she's just, she's so German. She's so, like, yeah. aye, aye, and on point and um, determined. And I love her edge, you know. But outside of maybe two or three others, like, there's really not a lot of, like, intense people really? on. Wow, yeah. Not cool. that they're mellow, yeah, but yeah. you know, they're next level. No. What would you say is your greatest weakness then? Is it your self-talk? So I would, I would want to say my inconsistency, which is not physical lacking. So I guess it would be yeah, inconsistency in what? Like, like I'd make mistakes, mm -hmm. you know, like really aggressive mistakes or I'm going for things and I, I want to be more precise, and I want them to earn the points instead of giving people points. Mm -hmm. But I and I was gonna say that perhaps my um, like my mental agility, you know, like when I get stressed, like I go higher and higher, and higher instead of taking a breath and chilling. Like I'm working on that, and I've gotten so much better. But I know that about myself, you know. And then like when you're kind of breathing faster and higher, um, like your vision goes from here to here, you know. Yeah. And so I'm really I'm very aware of it. And that I'm, happens during game during matches. Yeah. You know, like, because you're, it's such a sensory experience. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, I rely on a lot of vision, a lot of touch, and I, I try to listen to my partner, and then I sense the other team, you know. Mm -hmm. So if I'm, like, like in this vibe where I'm just, like, overexcited or nervous or fearful or just overamped, like, my senses turn off, mm -hmm. and I almost hear white noise, you know, and then in I almost. In the middle of the match. 
yeah, you know, and then you're like, like, I'll go up to go hit the ball. My partner's saying, line, 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 and I don't hear it till after I land. I was like, oh, that would have been nice to hear. Wow. <laughs> you know? Just stuff like that. And that's because you're breathing too fast, Just you're too going anxious too fast. in the mind. I you're... think so. Really? Yeah. Because if I could take, you know, slow, deep breath through my nose, I, my, my whole system's going to know I'm okay. But I just, I'm one of those people who, like, look how talk I, how fast I talk. I'm just a fast talker. I'm a fast liver, and I live up here in myself. And so but, when I get I going. Know I know you're practicing this. You're practicing breathing. You're practicing meditation. I I'm assuming you've got the 100%. best coaches who are like, you're doing Wim Hof, or you're doing uh, oh, layered stuff. You're I doing have that, so many you know. questions about your last experience. Uh, how fun. It was unreal. Yeah. yeah. I, I, do you do any of this stuff with Gabby and, and Wim? Totally. Or? I mean, I've been trained by Gabby and Laird, yeah. um, who I adore and love. Yeah. Um, I want to be like them. They're great. Wim, I brought his. I bought his ten week course. I didn't finish it, but I will. That's I believe really in all of it. That's really good. But it's such. <clears throat> it's hard to slow it down, though. Yeah, man. It's, it's just. Hard to sit there and just it's the hardest for 15 minutes. thing it's so hard. for me. Like meditation to me is the one thing in the world I wish everyone did, and it's the one but thing. You never do. <laughs> no, I do. I do. Yeah, it. Yeah. I do do it. But it's the. But it's really hard for me. It's like so, pulling teeth. So hard. Even though I believe in it with all my heart, I believe it's more important than going and busting my ass in the gym. I believe it's that important, and yet it's still hard. So that's where my work lies, like the stillness work. Um, but I know these things, so now I just gotta create habit and routine, and just I just gotta chill the f out. If <laughs> you could add, line. if you could add two habits to your daily routine, or to your training routine that you know would make you even more elite and win more, what would those two habits be that you're not currently doing? Oh, I'm doing everything I believe I should be doing. Mm -hmm. It's the way I'm doing it. What's the way? Well, it's creating a new habit by the way of doing it. Totally. So what's the way of The way being? I'm trying too hard, I believe. You're, you're trying just, too hard. I'm trying too hard. Like As when I'm meditating, I'm like, hey God, <laughs> what do you got for me? Right. You know, like, and when I'm going through these, like, these uh, progressions and practice, like, I'm just like, I'm so eager to be so great. I'm just, you know, I'm effing it up. Like, be quick, but don't hurry. Mm -hmm. What is that yeah, quote? Like, John that. Wooden, he's so rad. Like, I'm being too quick. You want you the know? result now? Like, yeah. And that the life doesn't work that way. You mm -hmm. know, and I, 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 with all of my, with all of myself, I know, like, my life always works out. Like all is always well. I believe that with all my heart. And whatever happens is gonna be amazing. And I, I'm in this because I cannot wait to become the woman I need to be to walk this life wow. and the greatness of this life. And yet I wanna rush it. Like part of me wants to rush it. Like it's such a disconnect. And I think it's just fear behind it. So whatever that fear is, I need to name and look at and mm. like give it a hug. Mm -hmm. <laughs> be like, we're buddies, like yeah. it's okay, you know? So imagine, is this all gibberish? No, I love it. <laughs> oh this is the stuff I love. I love talking to athletes because <laughs> for me, this is my everything. I try to translate from my sports experience into yeah. business and life and relationships. So for me, this is awesome. Um, imagine you're on a beach. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. 
But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. By yourself. And you're walking up to the net. There's There's a volleyball court. And it's just you, your Manhattan Beach, your favorite beach, but no one's around. And you're standing looking at the net. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, from the distance, there, there's a figure that's coming and walking towards you. It steps on the court over the line and walks up to the net. And this person is the greatest version of yourself. Oh. It's a, a reflection of you, but the ideal image of what you want to become. Yeah. And you get to see yourself <laughs> across the net. But this person is perfect okay. in every way imaginable. Yeah. The way they think, the way they look, the way they, their body language, everything. It's the greatest version of you. What does that person look like? Jesus. Wow. <laughs> like well, very I mean, clearly it's Jesus in I mean, my head. I, it's you. I mean, if it's you, the it's greatest the version essence. of you. No, it's like, so, I mean, like, are you re- religious? Yeah. You, whatever. Ways, yeah. You don't need to. Yeah. Okay. So. Jesus is just my homeboy, right? And I just, like, there's there's this artist online. I should look it up and show you so you can put it in the show notes. But um, El El Curlo is his handle. And there's, he does this artwork of Jesus, I'm going to cry. And it's like the the essence of Jesus or the soul of Jesus or the frequency of Jesus is like, it's just heaven on earth. Mm. It's like all is always well. You are good enough. You have it all, you know, and that knowing, like, it's a knowing. A happy knowing, yeah. you know, not that tough stuff doesn't happen. There's like a happy knowing that I am capable, all is well, I'm supported. And that would be me. But when you had me do that imagery, it was Jesus walking. Wow. <laughs> but if it was you. Why? Well, I have long hair too. Ref- yeah, right? It's true. <laughs> if it was the best, ref- it was, if it was you, an actual yeah. identity of you yeah. walking towards you. A it six would all foot be the three. Same. Are you six three, six two? Six two and a bit. Six, six two, two and a, and a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. It'll all look the same. The greatest version of it. I wouldn't change my for sure. For sure, for sure. Yeah. You know, what an interesting exercise. Mm. Yeah, you know, I would you be would you be taller look? Would you be no. standing differently? Would you I would be, be si- everything God made me to be. I would just be fully mm. in myself and fully okay with what was what I am. One hundred percent I'm good. Yeah. You know? Even though I'm a very much a work in progress. Like, I believe I'm good. I believe yeah. God did good. Wow. And I believe I'm working to get, you know, whatever blessings he gave me. It's my job, my duty, my honor to, you know, make those even better. Wow. But making them better my way, like I got this tattoo and mm-hmm. it's the chakras and like I'm after alignment in my life. And I think what I'm trying to say with all of my, my many words is that I'm after alignment and Jesus represents alignment. Mm. And to be my greatest self, I have to be aligned with my, 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 source my god my jesus myself who i know jesus is within me god mm-hmm. is within me you know and so if i can find that peace even when it's chaotic outside whether it's with my children my husband or on the court then i'm a badass yeah you are yeah how do you get to a place of inner peace when there's chaos in your life how do you go to that place yeah well i think breathing is so important mm-hmm. and then just like we talked about already, just like the, the words I choose to say, you know, that dictates thoughts and emotions. And 
So just, I guess, just having the aware, the awareness that all is okay. Yeah. You know, like, just be where you are, and you are capable of handling it all. What are the words that you should be saying to yourself every single day, on repeat? Part of me wanted to say you are enough, but that comes from a place of lack. I don't know. You are loved. Mm. Like, what would, I, what would I want my children to know every day is that they are so deeply loved, mm. no matter. I guess that's kind of the, yeah. the bottom line. What do you think young women, whether they're athletes or not, what should they be saying to themselves every day? When, they, when there's so much comparison in social media yeah. and so oh, much man. bullying and all this stuff going on, what should girls say to themselves when everyone might be saying other nasty things about them or to them? Or? Well, I think all of our jobs is just to be the best we we can be, best me I can be, best you you can be, yeah. right? And I, I mean, certainly I'm a woman. Like I compare myself every day to everyone. It's just such a losing proposition. So if we really? can you just compare yourself a lot. I mean, I think subconsciously or yeah, just like, like oh, look how that. cute she is, or look, right. he's such a good speaker, or, you know, just these little things. Yeah. But again, death by a thousand paper, paper cuts. cuts. Yeah, owie, <laughs> that sounds miserable. <laughs> so I think self love is a really big deal. I really think self-love is huge. I think recognizing our inherent strengths are really important, you know, um, and that regardless of winning, losing, being beautiful, uh, you know, whatever beautiful is, like kindness is the coolest and the most powerful. And like you are made of pure love. And all that sounds so hokey and probably not helpful to a sophomore going through it, but it's like your job is just to do you and not be persuaded, not conform. You know, like all this, all the magazines and all everything on TV, it's all about putting us in a box, you know? And I feel like if you look at like all of those things and when you want to compare, be like, I'm not going to limit myself by trying to be like her. Like I'm going to be rad, be me and be a nonconformist, you know? And yeah. that's like a powerful place to be. Do you feel like there was someone when you were growing up that taught you a really important lesson that you still hold on to today? Maybe a parent or a teacher oh. or a coach or a, a, an idol figure that you, I mean, you know, a role model athlete. Was there a lesson you learned early on that you're like shaped your life? There's so many. It would be hard. It would be hard to say, but for the way my life has worked out and what I treasure in life, like I treasure my family, I treasure yeah. my faith, I treasure my sporting career. Like I love sports, yeah. I love competing. And in my life, my parents modeled that for me mm. at the highest level. Like they were so committed to each other. They were very mm. young parents raising their children. Um, and every week and weekend, we would go to their games, wow. like super high level, really? really competitive softball games or bowling or whatever it was, volleyball. And it was gnarly and it was really intense and they were playing to win and they had so much fun. Really? And so that, to see that, not to hear the words, like words don't teach, right? Like they don't, but I saw the people I love and respect the most out there putting themselves on the line, winning, losing, like fighting with their own teammates because they all wanted to win so bad. And I just learned by watching. So wow. that the gift of that to me was just the biggest. And what's the biggest lesson you've learned as a mom? Oh, God. Oh. I mean, our, each of my children, as with each of us, has like came into this world differently. Um, and I think mm. just understanding that we're all fundamentally so different. And I have to give 
my kids the space and hold the space for them, for their greatest selves to show up, right, to be nurtured instead of labeling them like this one has a tough time here, this one's great mm -hmm. here, this one's, you know, whatever. And I do that mm -hmm. because I, I fear for my children. You know, if something's hard for them, like, you know, it's like I speak it out loud and I kind of put them here and I want to feather their nest and fix it for them. But it's not my job to fix it for them. And I learned that really early on. And my parents let me fail. They had really high expectations, but they like, you know, they made me responsible because they yeah. made me go through it. And so that was, you know, confirmed me being a parent. Yeah. But also just that, um, man, if you have a partner in the relationship, like the part, the, the partnership is hugely important to the parenting because what my husband and I do affects our kids deeply. It does. Yeah. You know, and so <clears throat> and I'm not cool with my husband, but I'm great with my kids. My kids aren't okay. You know, so fighting for that deep relationship with my husband is very valuable and my kids see it and then they get self-worth and security from that. So I think those two things. But our kids, my kids are so wise and they're so rad and I just don't want to mess them up. Yeah. <laughs> they are guided and gifted mm. and I just want their soft self-talk to be better than mine. Right? <laughs> yes. What's the thing you're most proud of as a mom? Oh, well, just them. Mm. Like I had a part in creating them. Like it's they crazy. are, yeah. Do you want to be a daddy one day? One day, yeah. My God. Like, scary, but no, it's. I mean, yeah, it, it should be, but it shouldn't be. It's the right. most beautiful, yeah, times a billion. Like, my kids are they're just, I don't know, I don't know how there's more in this in this earth, right? When there's so many parents and so many children, and it's just, it's, it's the most beautiful, powerful thing, yeah, yeah, it's crazy to me. There's so much love. What's your biggest fear for them? For my kids, that, that they don't believe in themselves, mm. that they don't love themselves enough. How do we teach that to kids, to believe in themselves and to love themselves more? I don't know. I, I mean, I think loving that, I mean, yeah, like you can't love me enough or believe in me enough for me to believe in myself, right? right? It's such an Isn't inside crazy? job. Yeah. How do we switch that then if we have, if the whole world is loving you, yeah. it doesn't matter. No, you need God, to love no. Yourself. It's just like believing yourself. It doesn't matter if everyone's like, you got this, you have so much no. potential, I believe in you. But if you don't believe in you, you'll never it's worthless. Reach that. It's so worthless. And the cool thing is, it doesn't matter if everyone's against you or doesn't believe. Totally. It just takes. Money. Oh, it's beautiful. Isn't that amazing? To be a person of conviction, like self-love, that would be the highest conviction that I would have, like that I would want, that I want in my life, because I can do anything. I can do anything on a if I have that self-love. On a scale of belief. one to ten, how much do you love yourself and have self-love? <sighs> ten being like Jesus-level love, I guess for yourself. <laughs> Where are you at? Man, on was, average. Well, it's 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 kind of a a happy answer because mm. with all my heart, I know I am I am a ten. Like I okay. love myself so much, and I'm so grateful. It's hard for me to say that, but it is. Like I'm grateful. God did good. I I'm becoming like I'm a divine human. I believe mm -hmm. divine being. But you know, I criticize myself a lot, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. But that doesn't mean I hate myself. But it just means I'm part of myself. You know. Uh -huh. But I don't know how we teach our kids self-love. I think we model it. I yeah. think just, you know, authentic examples are the best form of teaching. Mm -hmm. And then love them so much. And when they, like my boy the other day punched, <laughs> my boy Sundance, our boy Sundance, punched his big brother in the throat. Like when he gets pissed Ouch. off, he goes for the, like, the eyeballs he's in the like throat. He's like you. He's like me. He's <laughs> like me. But he's so chill until he's not. I he's know. He's a little horse. And so my husband got really loud and he was like, hey. And Sundance goes, I hate myself. And he said it with so much sincerity, I started bawling, oh. which is not okay. Like, I, I turned around, and I was, like, losing it. I'm like, that's his self-talk. 
And my boy, Joey, was okay. You know, he was fine. Right, right. Which, it was not okay what happened. But I went to that because I think I resonate with that because he's so hard on himself. And so we had the talk of you are perfect. God made you perfect. Like you have to love yourself. You, wow. you know, and it's like who knows what gets through. But like those moments, having conversations around those moments, mm-hmm. ideally, you know, at least they'll have an awareness around it or whatever. Isn't it crazy? And when we start to verbalize how we feel about ourselves to other people, it's like imagine how much more they might be saying it to themselves. Because I used to say totally. so many bad things to myself growing up. And then I would yeah. say bad things out loud about myself as well as a kid when I was insecure or afraid totally. or lonely or whatever. Yeah. And it's just, a, it's, a cha- it's a daily challenge. I know. I don't know why we do that. Like self-deprecating humor, I find to be so funny. But it makes me so sad also. It's like, yeah. why would you diminish yourself? Why do I diminish myself? Make yourself you know? smaller. Yeah. It's just silly. Even if you don't mean it, which mm-hmm. most of the time you probably don't, but it's like, right. nip that in the bud. Do you think there's anything to being a critic of yourself, though, that helps you grow? Do you think like, okay, because I am critical, because I do look at this weakness or this thing that I don't have, that I'm becoming better? No or doubt. Or if we were always our best cheerleader, internally oh, well, and yeah. verbally, would we be better off than we are? For sure. So. I mean, path, those are just, I think you could have high standards and you can you know, work toward perfection that you'll never get, but keep like working for progress and be kind to yourself and, still and be not loving. be critical. And still be loving yourself, yes, right? Yes, yeah, because the world's job is to be critical, right? you know, so You've got yeah. coaches that are giving you feedback. Totally, you've got, yeah. You've got results that, that give you feedback whether you won or lost, it's yeah. like you already have that. I mean, have you ever played a game and you just had the worst self-talk ever and you've bounced out of it? Like, usually you're stuck. It's really hard to bounce out it of it. It totally you is. You usually need, like, a halftime or some type of break. Right, or like something to, Yeah, yes. time out. Like, okay, let's refocus. Let's yeah. clear the energy. Yeah. It's really hard. No, so it's just, you just got to nip in the bud. So, yeah, I think I think it probably works until it doesn't. Yeah. But, like, the, or the, it only on gets the biggest, you so far. Exactly. Yeah. In the biggest stages, you don't want you don't want to leave any of those variables <laughs> around. You, like, want to be so high and tight with your self-talk, like, in crisis management or in mm-hmm. these big moments that I'm training to believe that all moments are equal, yeah, which they right, are. Right. You know, but it's just how you frame these things. So, so in, a, in a, another <laughs> one to ten, ten being you, you only speak positive about yourself all the time. <laughs> oh, no. Where are you at on the scale, one to ten, of... Self-talk. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't do the high fives that well. Like, I'm not like, good job, Karen, good job. Like, you, you mm-hmm. did great today. I don't sure. do that. So, I feel, I feel satisfaction in things, but I don't speak to them. I would say I'm like a five. Five. Maybe I don't. Five know. and self-talk to yourself. Probably. <clears throat> you're the greatest volleyball player of all time. And I know, but five. I'm going through it. Take all this with a grain of salt. I'm going through it's it. It's amazing that you it's were able dumb. to get that far. It's so frustrating. No, no, and I've not always been like this. Mm. Like, you know, I'm just kind of on a roller coaster right, right now. right now. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, but it's been too long. I mean, a week of this is exhausting. <laughs> like, I'm so tired. I'm so ready just to kind of just focus on the bright side because it's wow. it's there. It's like what you choose to look at. But it's yeah. like it's what, it's what you focus on yeah. is what you're going to attract in your life, like period. You know, so you can be going through hell, but you're looking at the sunshine, you know, and you right. happen to see a rainbow. And then you start noticing, hey, I feel pretty good today. Hey, I got a great partner. Hey, I feel supported. Like, I want to start that momentum going. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, I just messed that up. Oh, my partner just looked at me weird. Oh, the sand's so deep. Right. Oh, it's so hot. You know? <laughs> it's all in our control, too. It's just a yeah. really challenging discipline. What are a few non-negotiables for you every day that dictate how your day goes? My attitude. Whether, whether, whether it be a routine or a habit or like, I have to have a sip of this every morning. Mm. I have to 
say goodbye to my husband or kiss my kid or what yeah. like what's the non-negotiable that if you don't do it you know your day is off Ooh, i don't have those okay not really i think a good attitude trumps everything yeah. however i the days i do meditate i wake up before my kids and meditate those days are largely beautiful yeah they're better than when you don't a hundred percent every single time and sometimes we miss it i know I know, because I want to hit snooze. I know, right? It's not worth it. So that would probably be the biggest one, you know, and just making sure that I get good sleep at night sets me up for great days. It does. And that's another discipline that I'm getting better and better at, but it's a challenge, yeah. you know? Wow. Yeah. This is a question I ask everyone towards the end. It's called the three truths. Okay. So imagine you've accomplished everything you want in okay. the rest of your life. You win four medals, you win 10 medals, whatever you want to achieve, you okay. accomplish it at this volleyball level, as a mom level, as a partner, as a business owner in the future, whatever it is you want to do. It all comes true. You're a 10 out of 10 in self-talk. You have everything <laughs> going smooth, go. perfect. If I do that, you do it's all, all these happening. Things. And um, but for whatever reason, it's your last day on earth and okay. you've got to go somewhere else, right? You, you, your body goes, your life goes. And you've got to take every accomplishment with you, every piece of content you've put out into the world, every business, anything, it's got to go with you that you've created. Okay. Your family and your kids are around, but like all the work you've put out into the world, it goes with you oh. to the next place. Oh. So no one has actually any video footage of you from winning or speaking. They don't have this interview, mm -hmm. but you get an opportunity to write down on a piece of paper three things that you want to leave the, with the world. And this is what I call three truths. It could be your three biggest lessons that you would share to the world from everything you've learned that now this is all we have to remember you by these like lessons, life lessons. What would you say are your three truths without yeah, having man. any preparation? I'm so ill-prepared. It's okay. But whatever's, whatever's on your heart right now. Oh. Three things you'd share with the world. It's your job to be happy. Mm -hmm. It's your job. Like it's not your job to make me happy. It's not my husband's job, not my kids. It's my job, mm. our jobs, to create our lives. We are not the victims, we are the creators. And if we live our days that way, we can create beautiful lives. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's one. Um, that's one, okay. Two, accept and love people and hold space for them to grow and inspire them by your leadership or by your ways if that's mm -hmm. if you hope that they grow into something mm -hmm. um, but I feel like that would take the pressure off a lot of people if they knew yeah. just period you can't <laughs> accept you can't. people yeah yeah you got to you can change yourself but you can't change other people yeah, yeah. Totally. okay that's two the third lesson that you leave the world with God, I feel like I have so many better ones than I can think right now what would you say to your kids if you could share one final thing to them I'm torn between it's supposed to be fun. Life is supposed to be fun. Yeah, and? You know, like don't take it too seriously. <clears throat> okay. Like all is always well. I always want my kids to know that. Like I want them to know truly, if the worst of the worst happens, you're gonna be okay. Yeah. I, I really want the world to know that, and I believe that's true. Um, and simply like my grandpa, I asked him for advice. Like I knew, you know, he was kind of getting ready to go, and I said, Grandpa, what's, what's some advice you can give me? He goes, just don't be a knucklehead. Don't do dumb things. <laughs> you know, um, so like simple advice, yeah. Like I'm so messing up your truths. You're good. Your three truths, These but it's yours. like, yeah. it's so cool to care. Mm. Like it's okay to care a lot. Mm. 
Mm. A lot of people hedge their bets because they don't want to get hurt. But caring is powerful. Mm. And it always leads you to beautiful places. Um, yeah, and then I just really believe that we are the creators of our lives. We are the creators of our own happiness. I think yeah. that's absolutely true. Yeah, I don't know. Fire me. Fire me from this podcast. I love this. <laughs> I don't want to good ones. Fudge. I love this. Gosh, I love this stuff. What's the thing that um, you're most proud of about your your husband? Oh, about my husband? I mean, his heart is the most amazing thing ever. Yeah. He's so rad, man. The way he lives life is he lives his 1440 really well. Mm. And he has high standards. He holds people accountable. Um, he has fun in life. Yeah. And he kicks ass. That's you know, cool. He works hard, so he loves his work. And uh, No, but his heart is... It's magic. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Tell me more about the 1440. What's how do we how do we support this or be a part of this? Or? Well, so we're at platform 1440, p1440.com and um, team1440.com. Stadium? What'd you say? P1440. P1440. So, yeah. The number so, four. The number. 1440. Yeah, one four four zero. So we were started because our sport is a uh, volleyball is so powerful, so dynamic, mm-hmm. um, but it's just so fractioned. And everyone has their own little pieces of the pie, and the athletes are suffering. Um, the elites are all dead broke. You know, they're There's all no stuck money. in the system. There's no money, no stars. You People could, can't brand themselves. You could win a gold medal and make not much money the whole year. One hundred percent. Well, we, no, it's it's like such a long conversation. But so we were founded to elevate and serve the sport. Like mm-hmm. we are a top five sport in the world, volleyball. Really? No one knows that. Yeah with participants, with viewers. Like, we are huge. We are wow. one of the top sports at the Olympics in tickets and in viewership on NBC. Like, we are we are the thing once every four years. Right. And so 1440 was created to make us relevant every, every day of every year, not just once every four years. Like, it's a beautiful thing to be a popular Olympic sport, but it keeps you relevant for two weeks once every four and years. And then what? Exactly. And then you're irrelevant kind of, Exactly. Right? Unless so, you're the best in the world like you. Well, you yeah, well, <laughs> well, geez, when you've been around 20 years, people can't get rid of you. But no, but, you know, the life of an Olympic athlete is really hard. So hard. But our goal, part of our goal for 1440 is to create kind of the NBA ATP model where the athletes can, like, cut their teeth, have their careers mm-hmm. on the tour or on, you know, whatever platform. And then the Olympics is like the sacred, beautiful cherry on top. But if it's reversed, then that irrelevancy right. and that growth doesn't happen. Right. Um, so we're here to service the sport, and it's beautiful. And you can follow us on social, and we have a lot of juniors and semi-pro events. And the goal is to have... So it's a, ter- it's a tour. It's a tour, but we're a digital media company as well. Gotcha, gotcha. So we want to become like the go-to resource center for all things volleyball, training, mindfulness, wow. kind of the holistic approach that my husband and I live by. Um, we're outfitting great. our resource center right now. So wow. we have amazing experts. Um, it's really, really fun. What I mean, because there's been different tours over the years. It's yeah. been like... What was the big one? So the AVP, AVP? still exists. It still exists. Yeah. Didn't it like go through some transitions? Oh, it's or? been like this. It's been so volatile. And the AVP is wonderful. You know, mm-hmm. it's... It- Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. 
The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. We believe it's mismanaged. We left that tour a couple years ago. Um, we just thought they so you're were... not a part of it anymore. No, and it was really hard because we love that tour. We helped uh-huh. build it. You know, we feel like it's family. But um, the athletes were suffering. The athletes were treated like not well and kind of holding the sport hostage. Mm-hmm. So we were we came on board to celebrate them. You kick butt, and we're going to uh-huh. create new opportunities. Uh-huh. And because um, so we believe in abundance, new tournaments, new opportunities for growth. We have a developmental <clears throat> program where we train around 80 to 100 athletes for free a year. The athletes mm. just graduated from college who are trying to become pro. We give them free strength training, free really? volleyball training, free recovery. Where? So Manhattan we're subsidizing, Beach or... yeah, Manhattan Beach and, and Huntington Beach. Wow. We have two places, yeah. That's pretty cool. So we're giving back to the sport. and But our sport, the demographics in our game are so powerful. I mean, we are the number one sport for girls and women uh, 10 to 18. You know, in terms of people that play? Or yep, in terms of participation. Really? And then <clears throat> in college, you get 12 indoor scholarships and six scholarships for beach volleyball now. Like that's six for beach? For beach. In the past couple of years what? that happened. Yeah. I so didn't even know they just, were playing beach in college. Oh, now. yeah. No, it's a beautiful game, and it's grown like gangbusters. Wow. And indoor is ginormous and underserved yeah, as well. Big. So it's big. in Europe, too. They play oh, it's 100%. 100%. Yeah. yeah. So we there's a huge market opportunity. Why is there no pro league in U.S.? When the U.S. Know. is dominant, aren't they? Yeah, indoor. And yeah, they're always, always the, t- the top. Always top one, one the top. two, three. I don't know. There's just so many choices here in America. There are. You know, so there's just a lot of white noise. So we just need to figure out the marketing, you know, genius behind mm-hmm. what we're offering because yeah. it's so beautiful. And if you show up, you're gonna have a great time. Yeah. And the lifestyle of beach volleyball is incomparable. It's a blast. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. We haven't cracked the egg yet, but we will. How else can we support you on this journey? Oh in man, your life just... with the career leading up to this. What a nice Moment. question. Yeah, how can we support you? I just think good vibes. If you got okay. any prayers you want to throw my way, I'll take them. But okay. yeah, I think you live a good life and make the world better in your way, and I'll do the same, and that's yeah. wonderful. But no, this is great. This has been two years coming, so I appreciate your We've been trying to get carry on for a while. We've been emailing, <laughs> I'm a Instagram man. messaging, texting. When can we do it? When can we? Oh, this month. Oh, next month. Yeah, I'm it's so like, sorry. It's all good. It's a this nightmare. is perfect timing. I'd rather have it you now is. than two years ago. Totally. Kara, I want to acknowledge you for a moment for the way you show up is really powerful because I can only imagine the amount of pressure that you've had over your career in the last 20 plus years of just trying to make it, making it, staying there, you know, going from different partners to having kids to challenges with your, your husband to just like the age difference in your sport and just constantly showing up at a high level with a smile, with a positive attitude is really inspiring for me and for probably so many women around the world who want to be like you as a great role model. So I acknowledge you for all of it, for not trying to act like you're perfect, for not trying to have it all put together all the time and for being okay with the mess sometimes and the chaos sometimes. So I acknowledge you for, for everything. You're a beautiful human. I really appreciate you being here. That means a lot. Yeah, of course. That really does. Of course. I have um, one final question. It's what's your definition of greatness? Oh, man. Well, part of it would be what you just said. Like when I think of the greats, what did the greats do? They showed up every day with all they had, 100% of that day, and they had such mastery of themselves and their craft because they had lived the fundamentals and the fundamentals became part of who they were. And so they were able to execute at the highest level consistently. 
And because their founding principles were so strong, body, mind, and spirit, and craft, they were able to have careers of 10, 20 years. Greatness doesn't happen once. Like, flash in the pans, that doesn't mm -hmm. equal greatness. You know, that's a great moment. But greatness like Jordan, like Mia, you know, like so many, like Kobe, mm -hmm. um, it's over time. Yeah. And those people show up with all they have over time at the highest level performing. And the essence of them and their journey to their greatness inspires, you know, whatever that little person in us saying that you have more in you, mm -hmm. you know. I think it's a beautiful thing what the greats do for this world. They make us believe a little bit more and they make us curious about what's inside of us. But the greatest of all time do it consistently. Yeah. It's rad. Okay. Mm, Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. My friend, thank you so, so much for listening to this episode. It means the world to me that you take the time out of your busy life to come here on the School of Greatness to learn from the greatest in the world, to get inspiration, tools, strategies, techniques, to take your life, your career, your business, your relationships, your purpose to the next level. If you found this valuable, do me a big favor and share this with a friend. You can just copy and paste the link, lewishouse.com slash 983. You can text it to some friends, post it on a WhatsApp group, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you want to put it, share it out there, or you can just copy and paste wherever you're listening to this specific podcast episode link on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else, and share it with a friend. You have the ability to change someone's life when you share this message. And if you haven't yet, if you're just a big fan of the show, but you don't subscribe, please subscribe over on Apple Podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review as that really helps us spread the message to more people over on Apple. And also, if you want inspirational messages from me, text messages right to your phone every single week. We've got so many people who love these messages. Please text me the word podcast to 614-350-3960. Again, just text the word podcast to 614-350-3960. And I'll make sure to be sending you weekly messages on inspiration, motivation every single week. And I'm going to close with a quote from another great champion, Nia Hamm, who said, it is more difficult to stay on top than to get there. Whew. I am uh, so grateful for Carrie for sharing her wisdom today and really opening up and being vulnerable. And sometimes we can achieve a lot and then we think it's going to keep being that same way and we get the bronze as opposed to the gold. Or something happens where we don't get the result we think we should be getting that we got in the past. And it's hard to stay on top. It's hard to stay up there even when you've been there for a long time. And I'm excited no matter where you're at in your life, you might have felt like you got knocked off in some area with coronavirus or or with anything in your life happening right now with this pandemic. But I'm telling you, if you continue to focus on the process, if you continue to fall in love with the process, that becomes the prize. And the end result will be magical and beautiful at the end of the day, I promise you. Focus on the process. I wanna remind you, if no one's told you lately, you are loved, you are worthy, and you matter. I'm so grateful for you, and you know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. 
Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can start your day off right. When you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25.